Welcome to season two of the Testimony Service Podcast, brought to you by Engage. Engage is a brand I started at the end of last year to serve as a reminder for us to engage with God, to actually cultivate a personal relationship with Him, and then to engage others, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to those around us. And one of the ways we engage others is through our testimonies. So here is episode 208, A Resilient Woman. I am Jennifer Johnson. I am from Suffolk, Virginia. I recently co-authored a book with eight other women. It's entitled The Fragrance of a Resilient Woman. And each of the ladies basically have a chapter explaining their story, something that they went through and they were able to overcome. So mine was forgiveness. So my story begins, I was 15, I was a teen mom, and I had goals that I had set for myself. Even as a young girl, a teenager, um, you know, I wanted to go away to college and have that, you know, college experience. Um, I wanted to go to law school, of course, get married, buy the house, have children. But life for me, it didn't happen that way. Like I said, I was 15 when I had my son. So I had to figure out, like, how am I going to take care of this child and how am I going to finish school and still be able to, you know, live my life? And it was difficult. It was stressful, sometimes depressing and anxiety because some people didn't understand all you went through as a teen parent. But I did finish high school. And after high school, I actually met my husband and we had two children, two daughters. So had three kids. I birthed three children, I'll say. Um, (laughs) But um, I was able to go to college. It wasn't on campus you know, how I wanted to experience, but I was able to go to college. I did become a paralegal, didn't make it to the lawyer, but I was still, you know, in that field. Along my journey, you know, I guess I really suppressed a lot of stuff. You know, I kept things to myself and I'm a very caring person. So I will give my all to everyone, put myself on the back burner. Along the way in my marriage, there was some infidelity on both parts. And there was a child born from that infidelity. And that's why I said I have three children that I birthed, but I have one that is a blessing as well. So a total of four children. But just going through all of that in my life, I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm about to fall apart because I was holding everything inside, basically not dealing with my emotions. And my breaking point was when I had this dream. I got up in the middle of the night. And I was standing at the steps and it was this white, bright light. And I'm like, well, you know, why is this bright light here? And I just heard this voice and it says, you can come with me if you want to just keep walking towards the light. And I stood there and I was like, hmm, (laughs) you know, walk towards the light. And I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I can't leave my kids. You know, what about my children? And the voice I heard was so clear. It says, You have to let it go. You can't carry it all. Just release it. And when I woke up from that dream, of course, I was in tears and emotional, like, oh, my God, like, I need to figure this out. And that's when I took it um, upon myself to go get some counseling. So I had a couple of sessions of counseling, and my counselor said, you know, know, you're telling me your story, the way you feel, the things you've been through. And she said, I hear that you've forgiven other people who have 
you know, hurt you in your past, did some things to you, but have you forgiven yourself? I had to take a step back, like, well, what do I have to forgive myself for? You know, why is he asking me that? And she said, I want you to think about it. And I want you to start, you know, journaling some things about that topic. And I was like, okay. So I took her advice and I started journaling. And I realized there was a lot of things that came up that I really need to forgive myself for and to let go. Some of those things were losing my virginity at a young age, having a child when I was 15, the infidelity in my marriage, and not taking the time to get to know myself and who the real Jennifer is. And once I realized that and I spoke it, there was such a release. Like I was able to breathe and it also propelled my life into a new direction. I was able to go back to school, got my master's in law. I was able to start two businesses. And just the way I handle things now and I walk through life is just so freeing. So I think forgiveness is so important. And it's like, shouldn't be any judgment because we all make mistakes in life. But there's acceptance that has to happen. And also know that with every mistake, there's a lesson for us to learn so we can grow to that next level in life. Yeah, definitely. Um, So I love your story, how uh, the perspective is kind of flipped to where you're forgiving yourself. Because a lot of stories on forgiveness, you're hearing about forgiving the other person. And it's kind of how you said, like before you had that counseling session where, um, was it a woman? The woman said, it was a woman. Yeah. When the woman said, um, you know, have you forgiven yourself? So can you talk about how easy it is for you to go through life without ever even realizing that you need to forgive yourself and like that switch and how you were able to like make that switch and like going forward when things come up, how you're able to forgive yourself again. Yeah. Well, like I said, I didn't think about it until she brought it up in counseling, but moving forward in my life, journaling has become a daily thing for me. And that's how I get those feelings out. I release those emotions because sometimes, yeah, you can call your family or your friends, But sometimes you just don't want to have to explain certain things to them, but you need to get it out. So that's where my journaling comes into place. And, you know, I write down my thoughts. I write down my emotions. And if it was a situation where I feel as though, you know, I need to forgive someone or I need to forgive myself, I put it in that journal. And once I close that journal and walk away, I'm releasing it. Because I realize through those experiences and talking to my therapist that, Holding it in, it creates so much stress and so much anxiety and so much depression, you know, so you have to release it. You cannot hold on to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Was there like a connection between understanding the forgiveness of God that like then played a role in like how you saw and forgave yourself? Yeah, yeah, because you always hear, you know, God forgives. And I understood that, you know, as a Christian, but you still, you know, it still eats at you sometimes when you look down at yourself and some of the things that you've done, you know? Yeah, you hear, okay, God is forgiven, God forgives all, but you have to really be in that place of acceptance and understanding. Yeah. yeah well, that's sure. how it was for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Because yeah, if you don't understand it, I mean, like people can tell you all day that God's forgiven you, but until you like you got to like really sit with that thing, pray yes. about it, like have God like reveal exactly. it to you because 
Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of times, like just hearing people's stories, it's this moment where like they have this revelation until then it's like it, n- nothing matter. People can tell you every single day for your whole life, but it has to somehow like a light bulb has to kind of switch. It has to click. <laughs> <laughs> and then right. be to God for when he actually does that for us. Cause yeah, we're just walking yes. around just yes, yes, having the knowledge and not the experience of, of who God is. So yeah, I love that. Um, so can you speak a little bit about how, like how you're able to kind of live in a greater sense of freedom now that you've forgiven yourself and kind of gotten over that hurdle and you've kind of turned to journaling now? How, how does your life look different now on the other side of this? I feel like I'm a more freeing person. Having a child at such a young age, at 15, you really don't know who you are. And for me, you know, having my son and working and going to school and then getting married and, you know, having other children and still trying to complete my education, I never really took the time to fully get to know me. So once I went through that forgiveness process, you know, I had to really do some soul searching and say, you know, who is Jennifer? What does Jennifer like? And I enjoyed that process. And like I said, it's making me feel like this more freeing and fulfilling person. And I really feel like now I am walking in my purpose, Mm. you know, and my mission is to inspire other women and let them know, you know, your mistakes, your past, it does not define your future. Live your best life, walk in your life, you know, those things that happen are experience that's going to help you grow and help another person. So take that instead of the negative. Yeah. Is it hard as you're trying to forgive yourself if you're looking at the thing every day, which is the child, if you're, right. if you're looking at that every day, but you're also trying to like forgive yourself, but at the same time, you're looking at the thing that is a result of the thing that you're trying to forgive yourself for. How was that trying to that just seems like an interesting kind of spot to be at. Yeah. So um, it's my stepson. So it's my husband's son. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but a part of my forgiveness was also during that time when I found out about the infidelity in the child, whether I wanted to even stay in my marriage, I had to be okay. I had to, you know, forgive my husband. I had to be okay with, if I'm going to stay in the marriage, be okay with this child because he didn't act to be put in this situation. He's the innocent one out of this, but I still see him as a blessing. You know, every child is a blessing. And I had to be okay with seeing him every day, but I also had to forgive the other person, which is his mother that played a role in it, you know? Um, And that was a process. You know, it took some time to really get to the point where I could say, you know, I'm over it, I've moved forward. Since I've done that work and I've done the forgiving, the healing, I don't look at him like that. I consider him to be one of my own children and I treat him as such no different. So, Yeah, that's beautiful. That ha- I couldn't imagine how difficult that is, but I'm sure like once you get over that, it, it, must, it must be a great feeling. Beginning. Yeah, yeah. It was very difficult in the beginning, you know. Yeah. But like I said, he didn't ask for this how could I not love him or treat him any different than I treat my children? Because he's innocent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. 
That's beautiful that God was able to help you with your heart and with your forgiveness and with your love towards him. That's Yeah. And then even with that forgiveness with my husband and, you know, the other woman, when I found out, I kept it to myself. And I said, you know, I'm going to keep it to myself. I'm going to pray about it. And I'm going to make this decision for myself. Because, you know, when other people get involved, family and friends are like, oh, you should do this. Or I'm not going to stand for this. And I didn't need that, Mm -hmm. you know. And when I made my decision, I had to look at the man that my husband is and not the mistake that he's made. Mm. Because, yeah, that was a big mistake. But there's so much more to him than that. And that's what I had to look at. So, Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I was hearing someone talk about how a lot of times our sin kind of becomes our identity and that's kind of all we're known as or all we're known for when, you know, it doesn't define your whole entire life. And so to be able to just look past that is like, you may have done X, Y, and Z, whether it's that or whether it's something else, I think at the end of the day, yeah, God is gracious and He's yep. ready to forgive us and we just got to for, forgive as he is forgiven. Um, a lot of times we want forgiveness. But we don't want to, we don't want to give it. And so, right. right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. It's not fair to let a mistake, you know, or something um, that wasn't so positive affect the way people look at you. I, I just don't think that's fair. Right. Yeah. We definitely wouldn't that's want that. We're, we're all human. We're yep. all human. No <laughs> exactly. one is perfect. Exactly. So to wrap up, if there was one piece of advice or like something that you could share practically on like forgiving others as well as forgiving ourselves, like how would we do that practically? What would that look like? Or at least like what's the first step in in that journey? Um, Well, I would say therapy, number one. In the African-American community, you know, they look, they frown upon, you know, when you say you're going to therapy or you're going to get help like it's a negative thing. It's not a negative thing. You need that outlet to pour out to, to get whatever it is that's deep down out. You know, you have to get it out. Second, journaling. That was a huge thing for me because like I said, I don't always want to talk to somebody, but I need to get it out. So that's where those pages become just a way for me to release whatever it is that's on my mind, whatever it is, I'm feeling or I'm going through. And I like to start my journals with dear God. And like, I'm writing a letter to God and I'm letting God know what's going on in my life, how I feel and asking him to help me release it. So I don't have to keep it on my heart anymore. I'm releasing it to him. And then, like I said, don't let your past define who you are, you know, because we all make mistakes. We're not perfect. And when you're thinking, And going through that forgiveness process, there's no judgment except what has happened and learn a lesson from it. What could you do different? What can you take from that experience so that you can grow and not only you grow, but you help someone else as well. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Testimony Service Podcast. If you'd like to share your testimony on an upcoming episode, visit www.martinanicole.com slash podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. It'll help get these testimonies to more ears.
And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. We'll be back next Wednesday. So here's a sneak peek for you. Maybe I'm messed up too, because do I like it? If I really don't like it, then why haven't I opened up my mouth to tell somebody? Why do I continue to allow this to happen to me? You know, and I just had so many questions.